Hi, I'm Janine. This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. And standing by to join me, Thomas DuPlessis and Phil Connell. And we're going to talk about the film Jump Darling, which I absolutely loved. This is a new LGBTQ family drama starring the late and great Cloris Leachman. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks for having us. Hi, thank you. I, there are so many things I loved about this film, but um, give listeners a sense without giving too much away what it's about. So Jump Darling is uh, basically an intergenerational uh, family drama about a drag queen and his grandmother. Um, it's about these two characters and how they come together and how they leave each other. It's about choosing life as an artist. It's about end of life care. It's got a banging soundtrack. Um, a little something for everybody. An amazing lead actor. <laughs> you true. forgot that <laughs> well you know he's right here so i figure um yeah now how did the two of you connect uh so uh it was a casting process so um we had a very sort of interesting diverse casting process with this film so you know for the role of margaret we worked at casting a star and we were kind of um, papering offers to agents in Hollywood. And for uh, the role of Russell, we really wanted to discover a star. So it was an open call process across Canada. This is a Canadian film. So we, we yes. looked for new talent across the country and saw about uh, 150 people for the role before settling oh. on Thomas here. Yeah. Thomas, what was it like for you to be uh, part of this process and work with Cloris Leachman? Well, it really was truly a, um, a dream come true. I mean, every actor kind of dreams of having the opportunity to go, you know, face to face with, uh, you know, with a legendary actor who arrives to set with over 70 years of experience. Um, wow. Yeah. I mean, everything from how well fleshed out the script was to, you know, the opportunity to throw on, you know, a wig and heels and try my hand at, at some drag and, uh, I mean, it really was kind of like a dream scenario. It was a joy. Had you had any experience doing drag before? Because you were just so freaking captivating. Oh, thank you. Uh, no, it was my first time doing drag myself. I mean, really? I, yeah, I, I have been going out to drag shows here in Toronto for the past 12 years. Um, okay. I have close friends um, who are drag queens. And so I'm very well, uh, you know, I'm very familiar with drag. Uh, but it was my first time doing it and it was always something that I wanted to try. So it was just kind of, you know, the ultimate opportunity. Yeah. to try. It. Yeah. It was just so um, captivating to watch. Oh, thank you, know, you. you just empowered this character. Um, were, were the things you learned about yourself in this role, you know, maybe um, different things you didn't realize you could do in a role? Um, yeah, I, I feel like Russell kind of brought out a little bit of, um, you know, a, um, a sense of like just authentically being yourself in a way that I was always a little bit um, self-conscious about or, or whatever. And, and since having done the film, I feel a little bit more carefree in terms of, you know, trying on different styles and, and kind of being unapologetic about certain aspects of, of who Definitely. I am. Yeah. And um, knowing that this is Cloris, this, this is her last film, correct? It's her final starring role. So she did actually, we try to be kind of careful in the media about how this gets talked about. She did actually shoot a few 
things after this film. Um, but um, it was definitely her final starring role where she had a, you know, significant, you know, sort of um, character arc and, you know, screen time in, in a role. I, I'm very drawn to writing about the relationship between um, different generations. So I write about, you know, the 18 year old and the grandmother who might have dementia or might not and the road trip they go on. And like, I really wrote a script like this. So to see this relationship, uh, this connection between two different generations is very powerful. I don't know if either one of you were close to grandparents or have grandparents, but it's a very important lesson for all of us. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was that was probably the most there's a, a variety of sort of seeds that, you know, turned in, you know, that created this film for me personally. And um, but probably the most you know significant one was the relationship I had with my grandmother. And my grandmother was very much, um, you know, inspired the role of Margaret and the, or sort of the character had a feeling. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, she was a very, very important figure in my life. And and um influential in my life and and the relationship we had kind of was this you know there was like a friendship I don't even know how to describe it you know and it is it is a very kind of unique relationship and I don't I actually don't know how to put it into words but I, I do think it was captured in the film I do did you get a sense Thomas like this unconditional love between the characters yeah absolutely um there was this you know, um, aspect to Cloris that was so, you know, inviting and, and warm. Um, and I feel like our chemistry right off the top from, you know, meeting each other to having spent two weeks um, working with each other, it just felt like I had known her for years afterward. Um, Amazing. We met and yeah, it was, it was very easy, you know, to feel like I was part of her life in that way. And know? she captured her role Perfectly. I mean, I've had a grandmother that had dementia. I've known other people in the family were going through things. And I, I was just in awe of her performance. Yeah, yeah she's incredible in it. I mean, I've, I've watched it, I think, six times now, mm -hmm. different screenings and such. And, and every time I am just, I'm blown away by yeah. what she's done with it. That's how I felt. Mm -hmm. What would you like people to take away from this film? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, this is a movie, I mean, I'm, I'm happy if they take, you know, anything away and that it sparks a conversation and that, um, you know, it creates a reaction primarily, you know, as any, you know, good story or piece of art or creation does. So there's that. But I mean, if I think if I were to, you know, sort of pick a, you know, a message, I think it's, you know, just kind of, um, you know, working to, working to, live life on your own terms and, and, uh, and choose your own path and um, to um, not get worn down by the judgments or expectations of others, you know, as you kind of make your way through the world, um, whether that's at the, you know, in an earlier part of your life or the, or the latter part of your life. Amazing. When was this film shot? June, 2019. So just a little over two years ago now. Whoa. <laughs> oh, no. well indeed and you don't want to know how many years before that you know in the making really yeah yeah so it's uh you know it's a very long process making and releasing a film obviously the the releasing aspect of this film has been you know delayed and impacted by the pandemic as yeah. you know all you know the entire sort of 
you know, industry has been impacted. So of course. probably would have come to market a little sooner. Um, but here we are and we're just, you know, happy to be sharing it with audiences. I know what it was, has it been like releasing this during the pandemic? Um, just kind of windy and rocky. I mean, and, and, you know, releasing an indie film is always sort of its, its own journey. Right. Uh, you know, and I, so I, there is no sure path. Um, but, uh, just a, just a little bit more bumpy than I think we would have expected in terms of, uh, markets where it has been released. And, you know, we're, we're basically very early on in our U S release. It's touring festivals mm -hmm. now and, uh, with a wide release kind of pending, hopefully towards the beginning, uh, end of this year, early next year. Um, so obviously it's at Outfest right now and, you know, it's going on to Austin and San Diego and Phoenix and, um, that's uh, amazing. Those are that's fantastic. Yeah. So it, it's, it's great. So it's, it's, uh, it's getting out there and similarly in Europe, same thing. So a bunch of festivals there. And, uh, meanwhile, we're, we're already released in Canada. So, um, you know, it's, it's getting out there in the public consciousness and we're just, you know, grateful, grateful for that. Yes. Let me ask uh, Thomas a question. So my show is called Get the Funk Out. <laughs> right. And I always like to find out, really, you know, the film's amazing, but your story as far as would you, what advice would you give to someone that is going through a funk personally, professionally, as an actor, um, perhaps with their identity, being comfortable in their own skin? Um, were there things that perhaps helped you some advice you could give? I would say um, to uh, try your best to find a community of, of people who are feeling the same way, going through the same thing um, and reach out for myself. I think that was the hardest, the hardest part um, for me was to just a admit it to myself, like open up to myself. And then it was the next step of, going out and finding that community. So I think um, the more you can find people who are going through the same things you are, the easier that journey um, is going to be. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Anything else you'd like people to know about the film? Uh, let's see. Um, Where they can see it? Well, it's at Outfest right now, available virtually. Um, and, uh, and it will be available. It's playing Film Out San Diego. I don't have the dates off the top of my head, but very That's soon. Uh, playing Austin um, very soon as well. Phoenix it may have already played or currently played, but all of these festivals, um, pretty much all film festivals these days are offering both an in-person and a virtual component. Right. Um, and, um, you know, so if you're, if you're unable or uncomfortable, you know, um, to see the film in a theater, there, there's certainly opportunities to see them, see it online. And, uh, I, of time. and I was going to say, I put the uh, website, jumperling.com, is that correct? On that my correct. show blog. Uh, and there's a trailer and the blog is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. I see you smiling. <laughs> um, side note. I love studying people's backgrounds and I know people aren't going to see the video to this, but is that the painting that was in the film? <laughs> uh, yes, it is. Yeah, there is a little like loincloth. Yes. That area, just <laughs> okay, thank you. But we are, we are just audio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When we have people over, it's a little bit more discreet, but it's hysterical it's, in the film. Yeah. <laughs> and that's I thought you were talking about Tony Mitchell. <laughs> 
I, I said I thought you were going to ask about Joni Mitchell. I thought we'd framed out the uh, the other painting, but I usually frame it out. But so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was like thinking, hmm, do I ask or do I not ask? But yeah, I'm glad you did because I saw on the screen myself, and I was like, oh, you can see it. <laughs> yeah, will she notice? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you so much for taking the time. You're getting great reviews. Not. Not surprising. This was a fantastic film. Jump Darling, the final stunning fun song performance. I know you said she's been in other things, of Cloris Leachman. Um, again, everything is on the show blog at thefunkoutshow.kci.org. We've been speaking with Thomas DuPlessis and Phil Connell. Congratulations and thanks so much. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you for having us.